Podcast ain't played nobody. Your college football marriage of numbers and words. I am Bill Connolly. Uh, this is your last Sunday football recap show of the season. Uh, last time we have a, a big Saturday of games to react to. Uh, this is also your last show where you have to listen to me by myself. Uh, Stephen Godfrey will be back soon from his double secret mission. Uh, and whether he's back uh, this coming Wednesday or not, I'm not going to subject you to a full hour of just me talking by myself. So you'll get guests, uh, guest hosts, if you don't get Godfrey from this point forward. But uh, once again, I figured there was no point in having a guest host because there's a lot to talk about that I could talk about, uh, you know, real quickly by myself for half an hour. So um, this is a, your Sunday recap show. It happens to be on Monday. Uh, apologize for that. There was just a couple of things going on yesterday, but I figured instead of walking specifically through uh, the S&P Plus rankings, which you can find at SB Nation, uh, at SB Nation or Football Outsiders, I should say, um, there is uh, there are bowls to talk about. There are bowl pairings to talk about. Uh, they will cover m- most of the S&P Plus top 25 anyway, so I figured I could just give you some, some quick reactions to the bowls that are set up the playoff etc etc and we'll walk through with that format for today um i'm gonna dive back in because we got you know uh, half an hour to talk about well more than half an hour's worth of bowl games uh so we have Army Navy this uh, Army Navy this Saturday. We got you know the Heisman uh, ceremony on Friday night. Uh, a bunch of us will be in New York for that, and then of course Heisman and Army Navy on Saturday, and then there is no break. The next Saturday, bowl season. We're going to have 10 teams playing bowl games uh, the the very next Saturday and then trying to go out and sign signing classes uh, just a couple days after that. I believe the signing day period for this coming year, uh, the way it's set up with the mid-December signing period, I think it's like something like December 20th. Uh, So good luck uh, with bowl prep and uh, signing day prep and everything else. But regardless, 10 teams uh, will play that very Saturday uh, while trying to recruit at the same time. We'll see how well they do about it. Uh, Saturday, December 16th, we've got uh, the New Orleans Bowl. It will kick things off. The Celebration Bowl will be there, too. Uh, Grambling versus NCA&T, and that is a hell of a, uh, of a game for the HBCU national title. Uh, but the first FBS Bowl is, is the New Orleans Bowl on uh, Saturday, December 16th at 1 p.m. on ESPN. North Texas versus Troy. Really fun game here. Troy uh, just finished up a 10-2 season. Uh, the, you know, the, the coaching carousel will take some twists and turns here still to go, but right now it kind of almost looks like Neil Brown's going to be in Troy for another year. Troy kind of you know, is going to luck into another year of Neil Brown uh, and potentially another 10-win season then next year, and that's uh, great for them. They are, I think, the better team here, but they got lucky as hell to beat Arkansas State. Arkansas State basically doubled their yardage, doubled their scoring opportunities, blew, blew chances in a very creative way. Troy scores at the end and wins the game in the Sun Belt and all that. Uh, but this should be a fun game. Uh, you know, the, both teams are nearby. Uh, the, the New Orleans Bowl is such a fun early bowl when you've got the right teams, when you've got regional teams who, who, who can fill up a good portion of the stadium, and, and hopefully this applies here. I hate that the game's at one. New Orleans Bowl should always be about eight. 8 p.m. local time, but regardless. Uh, 1.30 p.m. Central, we've got the... uh, the Cure Bowl in Orlando. We've got Georgia State versus Western Kentucky. Um... 
not as excited about this one. Uh, Georgia State uh, was uh, kind of, you know, just took advantage of, of having a lot of wins in the Sun Belt, I guess, and isn't all that exciting a team. Western Kentucky has, uh, you know, shown flashes of last year's Western Kentucky, but isn't last year's Western Kentucky. Las Vegas Bowl midday on ABC, Boise State, Oregon. Kind of, this is the, um, the, the showcase game of the day, I would say. Uh, Boise State just won the Mountain West and is a legitimately strong team. Oregon showed legitimately strong moments. Uh, they, they were kind of all over the map uh, in terms of S&P Plus. They finished at 40th. Boise State's at 28th. There's only about a point and a half separating them. So uh, motivation, coaching carousel. Uh, we'll see if Oregon's under a, an interim coach at that time. But a lot going on there. Um, New Mexico Bowl in Albuquerque also midday. We got we have a ton of midday games. I, I hate it when that happens. We need to spread these out. Uh, in in New, in Albuquerque, we've got Colorado State versus Marshall. Marshall had a nice rebound year. We didn't talk much about them. Uh, didn't necessarily have a reason to, but they after a really bad year, they still struggled on offense this year. But they're up to se- they got to seven and five. They have a really nice defense, uh, and that defense will be tested by a really nice Colorado State offense. So um, pretty decent matchups there uh should be a good time at least colorado state fans are from um, from sort of nearby camellia bowl montgomery alabama the only true night game on the list for that first saturday and it's arkansas state middle tennessee that is dumb new orleans bowl should be at night i i'm sure it has something to do with i don't know the saints or something but i hate it uh arkansas state though is fun middle tennessee if healthy is fun i thought i expected a lot more of middle tennessee this year uh they struggle with uh, offensive injuries they they are uh top 50 in defense uh defensive s&p plus that is but they're barely top 100 in offense if they're healthy though uh that is a, a pretty decent matchup arkansas state is a legitimately strong team that probably should have beaten uh uh troy last weekend but their offense is is excellent in the kind of arkansas state-ish way that you would normally expect tuesday september or december 19th we get three uh two days off and then we resume uh with our daily uh schedule that we're used to during the bowl season uh, with the Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl, uh, with with host FAU uh, taking on Akron, who is just not very good. Uh, good for Akron for for figuring out how to win the MAC East and and finish strong. But FAU is a much 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 better team. I think offhand from an S and P Plus standpoint, this is easily the most lopsided of the bowl matchups. FAU is just really good, uh, really good. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they're top fifteen good, which is where S and P has them now. I've talked about the the issues that I'm, I'm having this year with S&P and, and mid-majors kind of creeping up a little too high. Um, but uh, regardless, they are much, much better than Akron. And unless they lay an egg, they're, they're going to they're gonna finish with, uh, what would that be, 11 wins in Lane Kiffin's first season. Uh, the next day, Wednesday, December 20th, we got the Frisco Bowl in Frisco, Texas. Louisiana Tech versus SMU. If you're going to have a bowl in Frisco, Texas, have a team versus Texas uh, from Texas versus a team from Louisiana. That's pretty spectacular. Uh, the crowd should be there pretty good louisiana tech wasn't quite as good as i anticipated them being this season uh, but they rallied but they still finished six and six they still have a a pretty explosive offense at times uh and smu though is kind of the showcase here they really still haven't ever figured things out defensively but chad morris's offense looks like a chad morris offense they will score a lot of points that game could get pointsy as as godfrey would say and um you know that alone could make it worth your time Thursday, December 21st, the bad boy Moors Gasparilla Bowl in St. Petersburg, um, FIU versus Temple. This is another Temple, I think, 
if you if you stopped paying attention to Temple uh, after you know early in the season when they had that really bad South Florida loss, they weren't very good the first half of the year. Barely beat, beat Villanova, although Villanova was pretty good until like their entire two deep got decimated itself. Um, you've got uh, they, they rallied. They still aren't very good at offense, but they started looking like the Temple defense we expected uh, or, the, or that we got used to under Matt Rule. Um, Jeff Collins started making progress on that side of the ball, and they rallied to six and six. That was very unlikely midseason uh so they're at least a, a team that's much better than they were uh but i think florida international has been the the steadier team overall uh they're, they're more offensive based in s&p this is almost dead even they're fiu's 83rd temple's 86 so this could be a pretty good game kind of feels like fiu might have a little more to play for here um and and so and they're certainly closer to home uh you know for the I don't know the massive fan base or whatever, but uh, th- that should be a pretty good game, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm leaning pretty heavily towards FIU, but that's a whoever shows up game. Uh, Friday, twenty December twenty second, uh, we got two games and they're both pretty good. We got the Bahamas Bowl in Nassau, Bahamas. Uh, the Zombie UAB Blazers uh, from the Conference USA taking on an Ohio team that I kind of expected a lot more from, and then coll- but they absolutely collapsed uh, the last couple games of the year. So. Over the course of the season, Ohio's been a lot better. UAB has a lot more to play for here in theory, although they could also fall into the very happy to be here uh, trap that we seem that we see sometimes from kind of inaugural bowl teams. Obviously, we know the the UAB backstory by now. They were killed as a program not very long ago because of dubious numbers and politics and everything else. Uh, they somehow managed to hold on to Bill Clark, resurrect their program, and immediately pick up where they left off, going eight and four crazy story crazy that they're that good um and and i'm really happy for them and and i always like the fight in frank solich's but i really hope uh that uab is able to to finish with a win get to nine wins it's it's a great story no matter what even if they lay an egg in the bowl uh but the bahamas bowl has been crazy before it could get crazy again and um there's uh, you know you've got a couple different reasons to watch there in the in the always interesting midday slot on a friday when nobody's actually off work but you can keep track of it at work uh later in the day we've got the idaho potato bowl with the best mascot in all of college football the potato mascot of uh of of what famous idaho potato uh central michigan wyoming now both of these teams have spent part of the year being very good and part of the season being really 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 not good Uh, so this is a who shows up game wyoming if you follow me on Twitter, you know what I think about Josh Allen at this point. I think it's really unfair to him that he continues to get bowl hyped or excuse me, draft hype and first round hype, top 10, top five pick hype, despite the fact that he's had a very, very, very mediocre season. He lost a ton of his supporting cast from last season, but he still completed, finished with 13 touchdown passes, 56% completion rate and a hundred and a 124 passer rating. That's bad. That's not even like mediocre. That's just bad. And um, you know, with even with the supporting cast, you would assume that a top ten pick would uh, figure out ways to do better than that. He wasn't playing against power conference defenses every week, but um, so he, it's been a disappointing year for him. And in theory, that's where the hype kind of lessens, and he's able to continue to figure out how to grow. But the hype's just continued. He's going pro anyway. Maybe he'll prove me wrong and be great. But um, he, this is a really unfair situation for him to be in. I think. Um, assuming he plays in the bowl and that, and, and that doesn't, you know, uh, 
he doesn't sit out or what, however that plays out. He has a decent Central Michigan uh defense to deal with they're a top 50 defense not a very good offense uh but they finished eight and four they had a couple of really high moments during the season and um you know we'll see if one team shows up and the other doesn't this is not a very competitive game but uh, hopefully they'll both show up Saturday, December 23rd, we start the day in Birmingham with Texas Tech versus USF. This is obviously a potential basketball score game, although Texas Tech's defense is better than it has been, and its offense is a little worse than it has been. USF's defense has had plenty of really good moments, even though it got lit up by UCF. Everybody gets lit up by UCF. Uh, that's, I mean, I, I love this game. This, this should be really fun. Uh, lots of big play potential, but enough defensive playmaking to to make things interesting to where it's not just 70 to 63 and nobody makes any stops. Armed Forces Bowl, midday in Fort Worth. We've got Army versus San Diego State. I like this game, too. I mean, this is a, this, is gonna, this game is going to last two hours, which I love anyway. But uh, you've got two completely different run-heavy uh, attacks. And, um, you know, it's a good chance to see, uh, well, number one, uh, Army might have the best um, – the best option or the best uh, uh, armed forces team this year. They they could be the commander in chief trophy winner uh, if Na- if Navy doesn't pull what is per S and P plus a slight upset, which is kind of a crazy thing to say. Uh, Army could win its second Army Navy game in a row. They could be the best. Uh, they, they could have the commander in chief trophy. That's all great. Um, and this is also a good opportunity to see Rashad Penny, who is phenomenal. Uh, not very. The, uh, San Diego State's running game is not very efficient. They're going to be in a lot of third and eights and and kind of some three and out situations. And Rashad Penny's going to break off about you know three or four really exciting, super big runs, and, and it'll be interesting to see. Uh, the balance in that game. Obviously, in a situation like this, if either team falls behind by a certain number of points, things could get pretty dicey. Uh, but I don't know which of those teams would fall behind by a certain number of points. Both teams have finished relatively strong. Dollar General Bowl that evening on December 23rd, Appalachian State Toledo is a nice uh, mid-major showcase game. I like it when that comes together. Appalachian State really... Uh, I mean, they're 35th in S&P Plus, so even if that's a little too high, if, they, if all the mid-majors should be bumped down a little bit, still pretty good. Um, they had some shaky moments mid-season, mid to late season in Sunbelt play. Uh, but they're still, you know, if, if the, the the average Appalachian State team shows up, that's pretty good. Toledo, meanwhile, is just great. I, I love Toledo. I'm happy for them. They finally got that Mac monkey off their shoulder by uh, handling their business against Akron last week. Uh, they should win this game. They're the better team. But again... Uh, uh, it's close enough to where if one team has a, a more motivation than the other, that can make the difference. Sunday to t- December 24th, we should always have the Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve, so you have something to watch while your family is reminiscing with each other. Um, and, and this should be an, a, a really, really nice game. we got Fresno State versus Houston, um, which ca- calls to mind, what would that have been, the 04 Hawaii Bowl, I bet, as I look it up really quickly, where... Um, Let's see. Oh, oh no. Oh, three Hawaii Bowl. Uh, when Houston and Hawaii played an absolutely nutty game uh, in the Hawaii Bowl, 54-48 win for Hawaii. I think there was a fight, if I remember right. It was everything you want the Hawaii Bowl to be, and hopefully um, you know, we, we get to see a pretty good game. Fresno State is a dynamite team, a very, very good team, and, and Houston at the very least has a good defense. The offense has you know, been hit or miss, uh, but kind of rallied, I guess, as the, as the season went on. So two teams that looked very good late in the year, uh, that should mean a pretty good bowl game. Uh, we take Christmas off, and on Tuesday, December 26th, we get three more games. Um, the Heart of Dallas Bowl, Utah versus West Virginia. 
kind of a step up for the heart of Dallas Bowl. Uh, Utah, I talked them up in the first half of the season as a, as a team that was much more exciting than the typical Utah team. They then kind of went Utah on me a little bit. wasn't quite as fun at the end of the year. Uh, lost, I, I think, from 4-0. and They finished 6-6, six and six, so obviously this was a little bit of a disappointing season uh, for them. But they, if, if, if healthy and everything else, this could still be a pretty interesting contest. Um, Tyler Huntley, I believe, is questionable, the quarterback for Utah, uh, questionable at this point for the, that game. And also, uh, you know, questionable to doubtful, Will Greer with his finger injury, quarterback for West Virginia. Um, West Virginia collapsed after he uh, got hurt and we'll see if he's available according to donbest.com slash ncaaf slash injuries uh he is listed as doubtful at the moment but we'll see if that changes um yeah he's he's you know whatever tough guy what's a finger why does a quarterback need five healthy fingers uh quick lane bowl midday duke versus uh northern illinois duke rallied nicely uh they were not very good for a little while there in the middle of the season but they rallied they got to a bowl northern illinois is legitimately solid team though uh duke right now is 70th in s&p plus northern illinois is a solid 48th even if you you know take a couple points away this is even at worst uh and and mostly because Northern Illinois' defense is legitimately awesome. Offense less so. Uh, not, not a very, you know, Mac-worthy team this year, but they are probably easily the best defense, I think, in the Mac. And they could they could very very likely kind of contain Duke uh, for the most part. So this might not be a, a high scoring game, but it should be pretty competitive. Cactus Bowl that evening: Kansas State versus UCLA. Um, you know, we, we say this every year, but maybe Bill Snyder's last game. You know, you don't. You should probably watch just in case. Uh, UCLA, meanwhile, in the last game, <clears throat> excuse me, in their last game pre-tip. Um, you know, potentially Josh Rosen. Well, definitely Josh Rosen's last game, unless his last game has already happened, I guess. Uh, but like, decent star power there, uh, a coaching situation that makes you want to watch. So stay up late on Dece- December 26th. Um, you'll have to stay up real late at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, but it could be worth your time. December 27th. Independence Bowl in Shreveport, the Brett Favre Bowl, Florida State versus Southern Miss. Brett Favre engineered a last-second win uh, in 1989 uh, against Florida State that I, uh, you know, the, the history nerd in me will enjoy reliving as we go along here. Um not that there's a Brett Favre in this game, not that Florida State is uh, the Florida State of 1989, uh, but, you know, it's it's all about the helmets and what you can remember when you're looking at the helmets. Uh, Southern Miss is a, a team that my numbers liked for a long time. Never, I, I don't know, I they... they I, they're probably a little bit overrated in, the, in my numbers and Florida state has rebounded quickly. So if Florida state shows up and you never know if, you know, a power program and a disappointing, like in a mid tier bowl that they didn't really want at the beginning of the year, never know if they'll show up, but if they show up, they'll win pretty easily. I think pinstripe bowl, pinstripe bowl, midday in the Bronx, uh, Yankee stadium, Boston college versus Iowa. Hopefully it's snowing. Uh, that's not, that always makes the, the pinstripe bowl pretty enjoyable. Iowa just pecked it in after beating uh, Ohio state mid season. Uh, a, a win that kept uh, Ohio State out of the playoff. Um, Boston College, min- meanwhile, exploded offensively midseason and then kind of you know trickled back towards what we expect of Boston College late in the year. Uh, so this is another who shows up game. But if both teams show up, this is a 
physical northeastern kind of game that that could be uh, enjoyable in its own way even if it doesn't produce just a ton of points uh, i said the boston college kind of trickled back to regular boston college i was thinking about the nc state game that they lost 17 14 they still scored 81 points against uconn and syracuse so uh it's still a good a better offensive team than we're used to seeing iowa's defense is very good the offense was basically only good against ohio state which remains baffling uh but anyway competitive game here uh could be fun especially if you've got a little snow uh, that evening, we've got the Foster Farms Bowl in Santa Clara uh, at Levi's Stadium, uh, Levi's Quidditch Stadium, as, as guest host Holly Anderson said last week. you got Arizona versus Purdue. Um, this is a happy-to-be-there bowl. Uh, if both teams show up, it'll be pretty fun because Purdue, with Jeff Brom, tactically is one of the most interesting coaches in college football. Uh, and they're, you know, they turn things around both in terms of going from three and nine to six and six in the off season. Uh, but then also in, in rallying to make a bowl after losing, I think four out of five mid season. Uh, so not, good accomplishment for them. Uh, they should uh, be excited and, and, and ready to play well. Arizona, meanwhile, uh, you know, saved Rich Rodriguez's job this year and and has Khalil Tate. That's really all you need to know for why you should watch this game. Uh, Hour and a half later on ESPN, you've got the Texas Bowl from Houston. You've got Missouri versus Texas. Uh, DeLos Dodds is uh, our best season, or our worst seasons are better than Missouri's best quote has already been bandied about quite a bit uh, from after uh, Missouri left for the SEC. Uh, As a Missouri fan, I am legally, legally required to point out that since Dodds said that Missouri is is something like five or six games better than Texas overall. Um, Missouri obviously finished very strong, winning six in a row. Texas uh, played very well against every good team on the schedule, basically, except TCU, uh, and also managed to lose to Maryland and Texas Tech. So I guess, if nothing else, we'll find out if Missouri is actually a good team. Uh, if Missouri is a good team, Texas will play well and probably win. Missouri is not a good team. Texas won't play well. Missouri will win. Did you follow that? Uh, December 28th. Thursday, uh, we start with the Military Bowl. This is a very military bowl game navy versus virginia um nice physical regional battle uh, uh virginia obviously rallied nicely this year under bronco mendenhall we'll see we'll see what navy has to offer they, they kind of this this isn't a very good navy team uh compared to the standard that was set in recent years uh they still managed to almost beat notre dame but um disappointing season for them overall they have a chance to still finish with a nice power five uh scalp there camping world bowl midday in orlando oklahoma state versus virginia tech uh, lovely. I, I like this game a lot. I, I kind of feel bad for Oklahoma State that they're in the Campion World Bowl uh, instead of something much, much bigger. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, finishing like losing to Oklahoma State, losing to um, well, the 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 disappointing game there was obviously losing to Kansas state, which probably knocked them out of something much bigger. Um, but they still are, are dynamite. It's Mason Rudolph and James Washington's final games. Uh, that should be reason enough to, to, to partake. It's, um, they're really interesting. Virginia tech, obviously, you know, had some offensive issues here and there, but it still has, but this is still Bud Foster versus Mason Rudolph and James Washington. So you're going to watch that, uh, Alamo bowl that evening, uh, 9 PM on ESPN. You've got Stanford versus TCU. Uh, top 15 versus top 15 and, and, uh, you know, Stanford, I think, uh, you know, Bryce love versus the TCU defense is fun. TCU's offense against uh, like a big physical Stanford defense is fun. Uh, this is a nice matchup. I, I don't really know what to say beyond that, but just watch it. Cause it's two really good football teams. Uh, holiday bowl, uh, also at 9 PM Eastern. I kind of hate that too. Uh, on Fox, Michigan state versus Washington state. 
not as fun. Uh, I'm going to be watching the Alamo Bowl uh, and recording the Holiday Bowl. Uh, but, you know, Mike Leach right now, we'll see if he's still the coach. He's been uh, flirting. He was flirting for a while there with Tennessee. Uh, he could still flirt with Arkansas as well. We'll see. But, um, you know, regardless, they're going to be running the Mike Leach offense, whether he's there or not. Uh, Michigan State uh, has a chance to, to cap a really nice season, nice turnaround. Uh, remember what your expectations were of the Spartans this year, uh, and, and they have a chance to finish with a what were they did they finish with a nine win so yeah they have a chance for a 10 wins excuse me a 10 win season here out of the blue uh you'll watch that friday december 29th uh we start with belk uh texas a&m versus wake forest ah i i love the belk bowls um you know social presence uh they're they're very good on twitter uh i i I say watch that because of that um and watch i guess because wake forest is much more exciting than you think texas a&m who the hell knows what they're going to have to offer uh with an interim coach but wake forest has a chance to continue uh, they, they've just steadily grown that's what dave claus and teams do they 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 burn everything to the ground in the first year and then just steadily grow they have a chance to finish eight and five with a nice sec uh, win over an sec team sun bowl in el paso also midday on december 29th uh, arizona state versus nc state um, I, that's, you know, that's another fun matchup. Obviously we're going to have comments about, uh, Arizona state hiring Herm Edwards and going with like a GM CEO approach in that weird press release that they put out on Sunday night. Haven't had a chance to digest that yet. It's weird as hell. Uh, anytime, anything, a, a school tries something weird as hell. I root for it to work. I can't imagine this working for, for Herm Edwards in Arizona state, but we'll see. Uh, NC state has a chance to, they're another team that probably was dreaming of something bigger than the sun bowl uh mid-season but they still have a chance to finish with nine wins um that's still a very good year they got they they kept their coach away from tennessee and i guess that's a good thing dave doran is good uh good in kind of a disappointing way but good and they have a chance they probably have a little more motivation there music city bowl also midday uh from nashville kentucky northwestern moving on arizona bowl uh, also midday from tucson uh (sighs) New Mexico State's in a bowl game, you guys. Uh, that is very, very cool. Uh, you know, anybody who who hates bowls thinks there's too many bowls. We're settling. We're, we're you know celebrating mediocrity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. For the first time in 57 years, New Mexico State will be bowling. Uh, they happen to play the same team that they were playing 57 years ago, Utah State, uh, and, but they're in Tucson. It was uh, it was openly the only bowl that New Mexico State said it could afford to go to. Um, uh, which which is depressing in all sorts of different ways, but they get to go there. Uh, we'll talk about this more, obviously, uh, as we approach December 29th, but it's such a cool story. They rushed the field for going six and six, you guys. That is awesome. Uh, if you if you if you think that's dumb, if you if you hate that, then uh, well, then hell, why are you listening to this podcast right now? Cotton Bowl also uh, on on December 29th. It is that evening. It is the nostalgia bowl. It is Ohio State versus USC. That's beautiful in so many ways. Uh, we'll ob- obviously also talk about this game uh, as we approach but god that's a great bowl game man that's a great bowl game saturday december 30th uh, we start at this is basically you're kind of this is like a half january one day um you've got the tax layer bowl from jacksonville uh louisville versus mississippi state uh lamar just watch because Lamar, obviously Mississippi State is going to be in massive interim territory at that point, uh, but you got Lamar and so you're going to watch liberty bowl uh around the same time actually 
Iowa State versus Memphis, really fun game. This is a commercial breaks kind of game. Flip back and forth between Louisville, Mississippi State, and Iowa State, Memphis. Iowa State, Memphis, uh, yeah, well, number one, uh, you know, Iowa State, it feels like they collapsed. They only finished seven and five. It seemed like they were going to do a lot more than that, but they lost a ton of close games. Uh, Big 12 is just so even uh, when you're a team ranked between about 20th and 50 in S&P Plus. They won some toss. They pulled a couple big upsets. They won some toss-up games. They lost some toss-up games. Uh, they are a good team. Memphis is a good team. Uh, when I when Memphis has the ball, it's going to be particularly interesting because Iowa State's defense uh, is very good, and we'll see what Memphis can do against them. Uh, Memphis, I think, at the moment is uh, third in, a, in offensive S&P Plus midday now it really is like a january one situation midday fiesta bowl penn state washington probably the two the best s&p plus bowl game that isn't a playoff game uh at the end of the year penn state was ranked fifth in s&p plus washington was ranked fourth uh, again, this is a predictive rating, uh, and and both of these teams showed uh, upside. Washington showed upside, probably greater than anybody aside from Ohio State and Alabama, uh, but laid a couple of eggs offensively. Penn State, meanwhile, really one of the only teams in the country that truly didn't play a bad game. They lost by four combined points at Ohio State and at Michigan State, and the Michigan State game was in a monsoon. Um, they were so close. I feel bad. I put that resume S&P Plus thing up every week um, at, uh, at at SB Nation, and uh, it reminds Penn State fans that they did tremendously well against the schedule at hand. Uh, they had the second-best resume S&P Plus ranking. All they had to do was not give up that last drive against either Ohio State or Michigan state and they'd probably be in the playoff right now and i i I don't say that to rub it in they were a super good team this year and i'm happy for them i'm happy for joe moorhead for getting the mississippi state job uh we'll see if they can finish with a a, their their 10 wins regardless but we'll see if they can finish with an 11th win that evening we also get miami wisconsin and the redemption bowl miami stunk the last two weeks of the year wisconsin's offense after i talked it up uh in a piece last week kind of stunk against ohio state needed one more drive that it couldn't get uh if wisconsin wins they could very well finish in the top five if Miami wins they could very well finish in the top 10 both of those are are momentous things for those programs but only one of them will happen January 1 I'm running out of time Uh, Outback Bowl Michigan uh, South Carolina in the in the Clowney Bowl Uh, Peach Bowl Auburn versus UCF in the um, well the statement bowl I guess UCF has a chance to prove that it was deserving you know how I feel about the the UCF situation and getting shunned by the playoff committee uh, not even ending up in the top 10 despite going undefeated and having per the committee two top 20 wins over Memphis one of them was a romp uh, they still managed to be just 12th and it's it's a it's an indictment of our college football system that basically the best thing that UCF can do is win a big game against a really good team and say, see, I told you we should have been in the playoff. Uh, See, I told you so without actually getting to then be in the playoff is not exactly uh, a reward. And and it's a reminder that half half of FBS starts the season with no chance at the national title. Uh, You've heard me rant about that before. I'm going to rant about it again, but today I'm running out of time. Citrus Bowl, also early on January 1. We get two January 1s this year. I'm not going to complain about that. Notre Dame versus LSU. Um, This was fun as hell the last time these two uh, teams played in a bowl game where you had, what, Malik? Zaire going off and you had Leonard Fournette going off and really really fun game uh, LSU should show up Notre Dame should show up both of these teams have a lot to play for for next year they can finish in the top 15 uh, you know both uh, Notre Dame turned itself around LSU had a pretty solid uh, campaign in, in Ed Orgeron's first year uh, and and so that should be a really nice intense bowl game and then we clear the slate midday 
Rose Bowl, uh, Pasadena, Oklahoma, Georgia, the prettiest, uh, the prettier of the semifinal games. You've got two great uh, shades of red. You've got it in, in the most gorgeous college football venue in the country. Uh, you've got two teams that have somehow never played, two blue bloods that have never played. Um, and, uh, you know, Oklahoma and Georgia have played in the Rose Bowl once each. Just a lot of reasons to love this game. Plus, you've got the styles issue. Georgia, big and physical, uh, but nobody can, nobody has stopped Oklahoma all year. And, uh, and, you know, can Georgia become the first? And if they can't, can they keep up in a shootout uh, with that run game against an Oklahoma defense that actually wasn't, uh, it was horrible midseason, has played basically four straight good to great games, just like they started the year with three straight really good games. So if the defense for OU is as good as we've seen it of late, I don't know. This is uh, this isn't uh, Oklahoma of two years ago. This is a, a team with a legitimate shot at the national title. I think if if Mike Stoops' defense uh, you know comes through, um, and that's a, a, a scary thing to say. Sugar Bowl semifinal that evening after the Rose Bowl, uh, Clemson, Alabama. Um, Clemson, Alabama three, I should say. I wrote on Sunday morning, I was perfectly, well, Sunday afternoon, that I was perfectly okay with Alabama getting the spot over Ohio State. I would have been basically okay with Ohio State getting the spot too. Uh, but Alabama, uh, well, they're second in S&P Plus. Um, they should be healthy, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, or healthier at least. They really struggle with injuries down the stretch, especially at linebacker. And um, if they, if good Alabama shows up, if they're healthy on defense, Clemson um, is is certainly beatable. Uh, Clemson was the best team in the country at the end of the year. Uh, you know how I feel about Clemson's uh, little, their penchant for looking as uh, iffy as possible for as long as possible and then shifting into fifth gear. It's a really hard thing to pull off. It's a dangerous thing to try to pull off. And, you know, they lost to Pitt last year and, and Syracuse this year. They pulled it off. And now they they hit the end of the season pro- playing probably the best football in the country. Um, and they could win a national title the year after losing to Sean Watson. And that's crazy, too. All right. I did not stick to half hour. And I apologize. Um, but bled slightly over. Had a lot to talk about. Uh, mid- midweek, we'll have either either Godfrey, maybe Godfrey, maybe somebody else. We'll see. Um, but regardless, we'll have plenty to talk about. We'll probably go into more detail about UCF uh, and the coaching carousel and everything else going on. Um, I appreciate the feedback from all the guests, guest hosts here. Um, it seemed like they all went pretty well. Everybody, um, well, anyway, I, 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 I'll, I could go on a spiel, but I won't. Just thanks for the support. Uh, Godfrey, thanks you for the support. He will be back very soon. Um, and we got some really fun football to, to finish up with here and, and uh, you know, stick with us while we go through it all. See you.